You're listening to the Flip Houses Like a Girl podcast, where we educate, empower, and celebrate everyday women who are facing their fears, juggling family and business, embracing their awesomeness, and wholeheartedly chasing their dream of flipping houses. Each episode delivers honest-to-goodness tools, tips, and strategies you can implement today to get closer to your first or next successful house flip. Here's your spiky-haired, breakfast taco-loving host, house-flipping coach, Debbie DeBeery. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's Debbie DeBeery here, and I hope that whatever you're up to today, you're having an easy one and a fun one. How about that? All right, so I want to talk today about something that comes up quite a bit on calls that I have with people as well as in my Facebook group. So this topic is, it's one of those that people don't love to talk about. It doesn't feel good. So let's say that you're really excited about this business venture, whatever it is. Let's say it's for the sake of the show, Debbie, let's say it's flipping houses. Okay. You decide you want to go all in. You're so excited about the freedom and the financial rewards and the impact you can make on your community and all of those things, right? The creative expression. You're so excited about what you see this business being for you. And you go run and tell your significant other or your spouse. And it's crickets. You get nothing. Well, you don't get support. Maybe you don't get nothing, but you don't get support. Man, that's a bad feeling. (laughs) Really bad feeling. So let's talk about how to handle your spouse not being on board at all with your decision to flip houses or whatever business venture you're excited about. Building a business is no easy task. It requires sacrifice and time. And it's not uncommon to work more hours in a business than maybe you previously did in a job, especially a newer business right? Until you get systems and processes in place that can take you away from the business some. You have a goal and a vision for what you're building and you're creating a structure that gives you freedom and financial security and makes an impact, right? That's what we're here to do. Make an impact in the lives of those your business serves. I mean, who can't get behind that? I don't know, honestly, but really along the way, you're going to need support. Support is a huge factor in the success or failure of a business. Who you surround yourself with has a direct impact on how inspired, motivated, and productive you'll be. Even more so is the romantic relationship in your life. The person you'll probably spend the most amount of time with can either help or hurt your efforts to build your business. A supportive partner can help fill in the gaps. They can call you out and be a sounding board. They can even have more direct involvement in the business. Maybe they have skills that complement yours, which can help to grow the business. 
You can take that a step farther and build a business with the love of your life. You can totally do this. But then there's the flip side. No pun intended. (laughs) I crack myself up. Uh, There are many entrepreneurs building businesses while also dealing with a partner who is not supportive. And in that scenario, every move you make can feel like your feet are trying to move in quicksand. It's not easy. You're constantly hearing negative things that might be eating away at your mindset. If there's anything that's number one in this business or any business venture, it's mindset. Maybe they're being subtle about it or maybe they're being really loud about it. I wanted to do this episode today because so many entrepreneurs give up their dreams because of the external voice of their loved one. Sometimes the road to success requires you to be selfish. I get it. That doesn't feel good. Oh, well, the road to serenity sometimes requires you to live in a state of uncertainty. And sometimes you just have to accept that no matter how you explain your reason for quitting your secure job to run your own business, it will never be understood. And the sooner you understand that fact, the sooner you will be able to create room for your business to grow. So entrepreneurs are risk takers. That's just part of it. You have to be a risk taker in order to go into business for yourself. The majority of this world, not risk takers. They understand having a nine to five job. They understand the security of that paycheck every other week. They understand how many vacation days they get this year. And maybe in a few years, it'll bump up. That's what comforts them is the security. We do not have that as entrepreneurs. The first thing you need to get clear on when you hear your spouse or significant other yucking your yum, basically, I love that saying so much. I learned it when I was training with a nonprofit here in Austin, gosh, maybe 15 years ago or so. It was a youth nonprofit. And one of the things that they teach you in your orientation is to not yuck the yum of someone else. And I love that. It's so beautiful, right? It's perfect. Don't yuck my yum. Meaning, if I love apples, don't tell me they're disgusting and I'm crazy for liking them. Or if I want to flip houses, don't tell me I'm a nut job for wanting to do so. Don't yuck my yum. All right. So when your significant other yucks your yum, you need to stop and ask yourself, who does this benefit? Is the person yucking your yum or giving you advice? Are they trying to get you to stop chasing your dreams of entrepreneurship because of their own insecurities and their own fear of failure or their own aversion to risk? Or is it really truly for your benefit? Because I'm going to say that 9.9 times out of 10, it is not about you and it is entirely about them and their fears. 
So let's explore what I mean by it being about them. And then we'll get to what I mean by it being about you. Because that's it. Those are the two things that it can be about. It's about either them or it's about you. And to be clear, the only way you can get understanding around this is by having a very open and honest conversation with your partner. I'm just going to say partner from now on because I'm sick of saying spouse or significant other. And I think partner is all encompassing. Okay. So have a very honest and open conversation with your partner. You've got to be able to tell them exactly how you're feeling. You've got to be transparent with them. And in return, they need to be the same with you. It's not a one-way street. They have to be willing to be open and honest and vulnerable with you. Some examples of what it will look like if it's about them are, are they just super averse to risk? Are they really scared that if you screw up and make a mistake, it's going to look bad on them, that they are going to look bad to your friends and family? Do they just not know how much risk can be mitigated? And how you're going to go about doing so? Are they just uneducated about the whole entire process and how you're going to protect yourself and your family and your assets? Are they worried about the amount of time that they're going to lose with you? Because maybe you've been around like 24-7. Maybe you've been available anytime they wanted you to be there, you were there. Or maybe you have a regular standard punch the clock, nine to five, you're in, you're out. And then other hours you're with your partner. Those are big reasons why you might get some pushback. Now let's talk about some ways that it's about you and how you've been showing up in your life and in, in your life and in your relationship. So if you have had a history of, or maybe you've done it once, maybe you've done it a lot of times, of making a lot of promises to your partner about how things will look financially. Let's say you jump from business idea to business idea, and it's, you know, I'm going to make X amount of money by certain date, or I'm going to replace my income from the job I'm quitting, or I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. But then you don't actually follow through. So yeah, your partner, especially if they were charged with, you know, bearing the burden of keeping your family afloat financially or keeping you two afloat financially, then yeah, they've probably lost some trust in you. That can be a really difficult thing to deal with because look, money makes people crazy. It's the root of all kinds of arguments. And if you failed to actually deliver on what you said you were going to do when it comes to money, that can cause a lot of problems. Think about it like this. If you made those same promises to a bank and you didn't follow through, they'd be upset too. The bank expects you to deliver and so does your partner. 
yes, your partner is going to be more willing to forgive you, hopefully, than the bank, but it still all boils down to doing what you said you would do. And if this sounds familiar, right? If this resonates with you, if, if you're guilty of this, I mean, I think we all are. It's okay. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean you can't be successful. It doesn't mean you shouldn't go after your dreams. It just means, look, your partner is having a hard time trusting you because you haven't followed through on things before. That's it. So what's the best way to apologize? I tell my nine-year-old son, oh my gosh, he'll soon be 10. That freaks me out. I can't believe it. Um, I tell my son this all the time because he'll do something and then immediately apologize. And I say, okay, buddy, how do you show somebody that you're really sorry? And the answer is by changing your behavior. Right? So the best apology to anyone about anything is changing the behavior that was offensive in the first place. So if you have a history of not following through, yeah, I'd be annoyed by that too. Honestly, just as a friend, that would annoy the heck out of me. So start following through on things. All you have is your word. Another way that it could be about you is that Maybe you have a history of putting blinders on and only working on the business. Yes, it will absolutely take time, but it doesn't have to take all of your time. And frankly, I hope you're building a business that has balance. And that's why, well, one reason why you want to be in business for yourself is for the balance. Because that 24-7 hustle mindset will kill you slowly. Let's not do that. Let's build a business instead of a 24-7 hustle job. Look, build your business in the time you need, but be sure to continue to go on dates with your partner and spend time doing non-business stuff. All right, so whether it's about them or it's about you, I want to share a few steps with you to stop allowing your partner, to kill your dream. First, you need to do less talking and more action. Like I said earlier, words mean nothing without corresponding action. Show them what you're doing. Show them why you're doing it. Show them your business plan. Show them the numbers on the deal that you're looking at or that you're flipping or whatever. Show them the numbers. Keep them involved. Everyone wants to feel included. All right. So number two, don't hide what you're doing. Maybe you choose to share like once a week what's going on in your business. What's going on in your project. Where you are in your business. What you're excited about. Just share. Okay. Number two. Everyone wants to feel included. Thirdly, let your spouse help. What skills do they have that could really add value to your business? We are not personally and solely capable of filling all of the roles of the business by ourselves. 100% perfectly. Nobody can do that. And this is a relationship business. 
So if your spouse can fill one of those roles really beautifully, do it. Bring them on board. That gets their buy-in more than anything. So what skills do they have? What skills do they want to grow? Invite them in. Maybe they're an accountant. Let them do your books. The next one is don't be a seminar junkie. If there's something that turns off a partner more than anything, it's about hearing about the latest quick fix or the next strategy you're looking into, or I'm going to do this now. Pick one thing. This is one of the biggest mistakes that new investors make. They hop around from strategy to strategy, chasing the profits instead of actually doing what it is they want to do. Look, if you want to wholesale houses, go wholesale houses. But you don't need wholesale houses before you flip houses. That's a waste of time. Flip houses if you want to flip houses. If your partner sees you going from seminar to seminar, book to book, and not actually doing something with it, I would get really annoyed too. It's super frustrating to see somebody just spinning their wheels and not actually committing and going all in on one thing. Niche down, decide what it is you want to focus on and do it. Next, share that vision. Paint the picture that you see for yourself and your family in the next year and the next three years. And then five years out, share that vision with them. You definitely do not want to put your loved one down. So do not wrong them for their opinions. Don't be negative. You've got to understand they love you. Ultimately, they love you. And also they're human, having a very human experience, which means they have insecurities. So when they say something that you don't like, just listen. All right. Take a deep breath, count to three, and then respond. Lastly, focus on how good it's going to feel when your partner does support you. It's easy to call them names and it's easy to wrong them and blame them and make them the reason why you aren't doing what you want to do. You're a grown up though, and you get to choose. Focus instead on how great it's going to be when they are supporting you. I urge you to never give up on what you know is right for your life. The best relationship is when two people come together and they agree to basically build a life and an empire together in every way, whatever that looks like and means to them. Healthy relationships are when both partners can truly be who they are. And if you have to be somebody you're not in order to be with that person, you're going to have a hard relationship. And that's a really big sacrifice for your life. My mom always signed cards to me with this line, just be Debbie. Like that was the best gift of all. Just be you. You have my permission to just be who you are. And if your partner loves you, they'll accept that 
and fall in love with you even more because who is not attracted to somebody on fire with passion? I don't know anybody who could fit into that category. Don't give up on your dreams, all right? Do what makes sense for your life and your business. Your partner shouldn't try to get you to give up on what lights you up. That's not a partner. You absolutely can build a life and business that helps you get everything you want in your life. Your partner doesn't have to be jumping for joy, but outright hating on what you're trying to do, that's not okay. You absolutely can build a life and business that totally lights you up and gives you everything you want and more. You have no idea what's available for you. You have no idea what's waiting for you, but it will cost you to get uncomfortable. Yeah, we've got to get uncomfortable to get what we want. All right, you guys, if you're getting any value out of this little podcast of ours, would you do me a huge favor and help me reach more like-minded women like you? Because at the end of the day, my goal is to educate, encourage, and empower women to chase their house flipping dreams. So wherever you listen to podcasts, if you leave me a rating and a review, I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much for allowing me to have some of your time and share this space with you. All right, you guys, go out there, flip houses like a girl, leave people and places better than you find them, and make it a great day. Bye, y'all.